Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. Hour number two of Oilers Now. Bob Stopper with you. Second hour of Oilers Now brought to you by Digitex. Digitex is a local Alberta company that supports local business and charities. Digitex is 630 Chad's copier team. In this hour, uh, an agent not just for players, but for coaches and managers as well. And he's been in the business for a long time. Gil Scott in 29 seconds time. We'll talk to Edmonton Oil Kings general manager Randy Hanch. He got commitments from his top two picks in the WHL Bantam draft. We already heard from, uh, did we get, did we run the Dylan Gunther interview? Yeah, we, did we do we that? We did not. Okay, well, we'll move that into... The uh, text the, line was too good. Yeah, the text line was too good. We'll slide that in on the final segment of the show today. Right. Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector for Horse Racing Alberta as well. Uh, live racing at uh, Northlands Park coming up on Saturday afternoon. Straight off to the Westlock Ford. Uh, actually, you can text us at Westlock Ford. Uh, text line at 630-630. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We, uh, conversely, are going to go to our River Creek Resort and Casino hotline, and we are pleased to be joined by Gil Scott. Gil, how you doing? Good, Bob. How are you? Good. Thank you for taking time to uh, join us on the show. I thought it was appropriate, given uh, in the last 48 hours, the Edmonton Eskimos uh, extended Brock Sunderland, and I know that uh, you represent him. And I, I didn't even know that that's the sort of thing that happens, that general man. I, I, I knew coaches were represented, but I didn't know that GMs were represented in the business, but that's the case. So. Oh, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yep. No how, question about it. How long have you been working with Brock for? Well, really, my partner, Tim Fleiser, works more closely with Brock than I do. Um, but we've been working with him uh, since he left Ottawa and came to Edmonton. So we started talking to him when he was assistant GM with the Renegade and Red Blacks. Or right. You're going back a few years now. Eh? Back, I'm too old uh, with the Red Blacks and uh, started working with Brock then. And he had an interview at one point with uh, Montreal for their GM job. And then the Edmonton situation came along, and it was a great fit. And uh Brock's been doing a great job there and is very happy to be there. How, just to educate our listeners, how long have you been representing either players or, or managers or coaches, uh, specifically in the CFL first? Well, in the CFL, I've been doing it since the uh, first player I ever represented was in 1979, so I'm kind of dating myself a little bit. Probably half your listeners weren't even born then. But, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was the first player I represented a player from Hamilton. Um, yeah. By the name of Nick Bastia, oh, yeah, the lima from Simon Fraser. Yeah, 
And that's when S- I mean SFU for a number of years uh, played in the old NAIA and were not in the uh, you know in the can- right. Canadian. And they had a lot of the top guys every year, year in and year out in the draft. And Absolutely. They played that Strumble tr- against UBC. And then you had some high-profile guys throughout the courses of the 80s and the 90s as well. Uh, and and now, did you do mostly Canadian guys or American guys, or is it a split? I did both. Uh, you know, Dieter Brock was a big client who kind of put me on the map. Uh, ultimately, took him to the from Winnipeg to Hamilton and on to the Los Angeles Rams. And uh, Eugene Goodlow, a great receiver that was in Winnipeg, went to the New Orleans Saints back in the 80s. And then, you know, the Steve Christie's, the Canadian kicker with Buffalo, and Mike Vanderjat with the Colts, and different guys like that over the years. So, I mean, Vanderjat's an interesting one, obviously, because he had the infamous uh, exchange with a quarterback by the name of Peyton Manning. Uh, and and in those situations, you have to be the guy that coaches the uh, the player through that situation, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Mike's one of my all-time favorite clients. Uh, he, he's a great guy, if you know him personally. And uh, he kind of got made out to be the bad guy in that whole situation. But uh, Mike used to say what was on his mind, and <laughs> he'd come off, I think, a 41-6 to loss to the New York Jets in a playoff game. and He let her rip. <laughs> he let her rip, yeah. We had had dinner uh, a couple of nights before, and everything he said on the score, he said to me at dinner, but I didn't realize he was going to go on live television and say the same things a couple days later, or I would have cautioned him against that. (laughs) That might not be the best thing, eh? Let's not take a rep at the franchise quarterback. We're we're joined by Gil Scott. So you've done a lot of work with CFL and NFL, but you're still doing, uh, you still got some some kickers and long snappers and those sort of players in the NFL? Yeah, I do. I've got uh, LP Lottasur, who's been with the Dallas Cowboys for 12, going on 13 years now as their long snapper. You haven't heard much about him because he's never had a bad snap in over 1,600 snaps. So he remains pretty quiet, but is probably the most effective guy at that job in the in the world. And um, has been a consistent great client. And then uh, just had a kicker drafted on uh, two weekends ago by the Miami Dolphins. Only two kickers were drafted in, uh, in the whole draft, and one of them was a guy named Jason Sanders, who I represent, who uh, New Mexico the Miami Dolphins. So was he out of the New Mexico kid, or where's he from? That's right. He's from New Mexico. Okay. Uh, I'm actually going to probably see him on Monday. I'm going to uh, Tampa tomorrow to catch the Capitals' lightning games, and then I'm going to drive down to the Dolphins facility on Monday and, uh, and meet with those guys. Gil Scott joining us, longtime agent. And there's a reason why you're going to go check out the Capitals' lightning game, because on top of uh, CFL and NFL players, uh, you've also represented NHL general managers and NHL head coaches, and Barry Trotz is part of your stable. Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah. Barry's a great guy and has uh, done an amazing job in Washington. And very pleased that he was able to, as Bum Phillips would say, knock down the door and uh, get by that Pittsburgh monkey. And now they're on to the next round of the Final Four with uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning on the docket next. Well, and maybe you can shed some light on this. So is he a free agent? Is this the last year of his deal in Washington? This is the last year of his deal in Washington, yes. So getting out of that second round, I mean, that's big for him because it's just going to drive his valuation up, is it not? Well, we trust that's the case. I certainly would hope so, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is a guy for he's, – he's got over 200 wins in the last four years, Gil. You, you would... Well, he, he came to the club. They were out of the playoffs, so he's been there four years. They finished first in their division three times. He's won two President's Trophies. And now we're, uh, we're into his last year, and we'll see what happens. We're joined by Gil Scott. On top of representing uh, Barry Trotz, you've got uh, Bruce Boudreau in Minnesota? 
Yes, I do. Yes, yep. Bruce Boudreau and John Anderson in Minnesota. Yep. And you got a couple guys that Oilers fans are familiar with from their days as a, an Oilers head coach and an Oilers assistant. Can you perhaps uh, educate our listeners on that? You're probably talking about Todd Nelson and Rocky Thompson. And so they're both in the American Hockey League. Uh, in Nelly's case, do you think the time's come that he is, is he going to get an opportunity to resurface in the National Hockey League? Well, I, I certainly hope so. Um, he's done just about everything he can do in the American Hockey League. He's, you know, been in there seven years, been in the playoffs seven years. And, you know, in the American Hockey League, your team changes over just about every year. Um, this year he finished second in the division to Rocky Thompson, who finished first, actually. And the coach of the year in the American Hockey League finished third in that division. So I don't know how, quite how that works, but uh, that's the way it went. And, um, you know, uh, Todd had some tough luck this year in the playoffs with some injuries. A number of his top guys were out, and then uh, for the final game five against Manitoba, they had suspended his leading scorer, Tangretti, so it was pretty tough to win that game. So, uh, But a number of teams have reached out to him already, um, you know, about potential being an associate coach. Um, so so take us through that. So they've, they've reached out to be an associate. He's a head coach of the HL team. He's already been an NHL head coach. Are you... In that situation, would you would you tell him to be patient and wait for a head coaching job, or does there come a point where maybe he does look at an, an associate coach role? Well, we're you know he obviously wants to be a head coach in the National Hockey League, and there's one opening still left that I'm uh, aware of at this point, and that's New York Rangers. So um, we'll see what goes on there. But um, you know, it uh, at some point you want to uh, maybe not maybe get off the buses and uh, you know start riding on the private planes. Um, but Todd's ultimate goal is to be a head coach in the National Hockey League. So the question is, what's the best route to get there? Is it to be an associate coach and have an outstanding power play in the National Hockey League for a team? Or is it to stay where you are in Grand Rapids and keep doing what you've done and winning in the American Hockey League? That's the kind of the $50,000 question. Or actually, it's more than that. But uh, <laughs> In terms of the different pay scales, has money gone up for American Hockey League head coaches? Like, what's what's kind of the range for a good AHL coach? Would it be between, I don't know, like 150 to, to 225 or am I uh, too low or too high there? Uh, yeah, 150 is probably the entry-level number. Um, you're too low on the top number. Okay. Um I think Nelly's probably the highest paid guy in the in the American Hockey League, but he's well north of what you were talking about. So, well, I'm glad for him. He deserves it. He yeah. was. Yeah. What's it, it, you know when you talk to how, how does this work? Do the managers reach out to you? The general managers reach out to you? Do you canvas the GMs to try to you know put your? I do. Yeah. You, you do do that, eh? I do. Uh, and and sometimes uh, you know typically for a team can talk to them, they have to call the Red Wings and get permission. Yep. So, you know, Ken Holland will tell us if anybody's called and asked for permission to speak to him, if, you know, he's granted permission to some teams to do that. So so we're good to talk to those teams. And, you know, Detroit's not out of the mix yet either. Um, I think they might not potentially mind having him move up there with their big club. So we'll see. We'll see how it plays out. In Rocky's case, and it's it shows you the fragility of the coaching business. I mean, he's on the Oilers staff as an assistant coach. The change gets made. Peter Shirelli, by the way, did you once represent Peter Shirelli too? I did in Boston. Yes, yeah, and Todd and Todd McClellan, right? That's right. When he first went to San Jose, that's correct. Uh, interesting. Gil Scott joining us. Uh, Rocky Thompson gets let go in Edmonton, and he goes and speaks at a coaching clinic. And what happens? 
Well, the owners of the uh, of the Windsor Spitfires, Bob Bugner, and uh, um, his partner there, his name escapes me for a second, Bundy, they call him. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, they uh, heard him speak at the coaches' convention. They said, man, this guy's unbelievable. This is the guy we want to coach our hockey club. So within two years... It, coaching major junior a you know rocky wins the memorial cup um and uh, shortly after that ended bob bugner was kind of on hold he was interviewing for both buffalo and florida bugner wanted to bring rocky with him as an assistant to national hockey league with him but uh, rocky couldn't hang on when the uh the vegas uh golden knights came knocking and said you know we've got an opening as a head coach for our american hockey league club and uh so they convinced him to go to Chicago with the Wolves to be their, you know, top coach of their American League team. And all they did was take a bunch of guys who'd never played together before and, uh, you know, let them do a first-place finish in their division um, with uh, with the Chicago Wolves this year. Yeah. So Rocky's, Rocky's a star on the rise. There's no question about it. And, and again, it's, it's um, a year ago, by the way, Todd Nelson won the Calder Cup for the uh, Detroit Red Wings organization. Absolutely. So he, Absolutely. He had a good go- it's, it, it's, it, it must be interesting because you, you watch coaches and they're like, the name that's out there right now is is uh, Manny Vivrios, who's coaching right. Swift Current. They're up three games to one. Uh, it's my belief there's at least three Pacific Division teams looking at him right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, and, and that's the way it goes. A couple of years ago, you know, he goes to Swift Current. He's, he is he coached in Europe for 15 or 20 years. The wow. Swift Current board brings him back, right? And, and you know, he, he, he becomes the guy they hire, and suddenly two years later he's got multiple NHL. That is how it kind of works, though. You get hot, yep. and suddenly there's a lot of interest, isn't there? Exactly, exactly. Yeah. Uh, and you still do work with guys. I know you've got a couple partners. Uh, you mentioned Tim Fleischer, uh, Rob Fry's partner of yours as well. That Rob does a Fry lot. does a lot. Yeah, does a lot of our CFL players and has, has signed a couple guys in the NFL as well. Yep. Yeah, great sure. stuff. Uh, hey, Gil, we could talk all day. It was cool. Thanks for your time, man. Okay, appreciate it, guys. Have a good day. You bet. Thank that, you. That is Gil Scott, longtime agent. NFL, now that is an, you know, because he doesn't, I don't think he, rep, I didn't even ask him, but I don't think he represents NHL players. But coaches, managers, CFL uh, managers and coaches, uh, NFL players, CFL players. I mean, that is a wide gamut. And you got to know multiple sports and lots of people. And I know you had your brush with greatness with Gil a number of years yeah. ago. <laughs> That's right. When Eric Tillman was the uh, general manager of the Edmonton Eskimos, it was after, I can't remember which season it was, but um, I uh, was uh, leaving the stadium after a game and you got to you know, it's a bit of a walk to the uh, to the uh, to to my uh, area where my car is. Right. So all of a sudden, this car pulls up, and I'm like, "What the heck is going on here?" Because it's a uh, you know a little bit of an interesting area too. And it's Eric Tillman <laughs> that uh, you know rolled down the window and, "Hey, Dave, I just want you to meet someone, okay?" I'm like, "Sure, sure, Eric. This is Gil Scott. It's Gil. This is Dave Campbell. Uh, he does what he does, and oh, nice to meet you and all that." So yeah, I I, I met with him, and uh, we've haven't talked for a long time, so it was nice to catch up with him again before uh, before you got it. The, back, back, the chance to talk to him back in the day uh, when Norm Cowley was covering the Edmonton, you would see Gil quoted on this because you know free agency has changed because there's a salary gap now. In yeah. the, in this, so the days of the Eskimos 
really act before we had the SMS system, right? That salary management system. The Eskimos just outbid everybody else for Canadian free agents. Yeah. They used other franchises as incubators for the first couple of years of guys coming out of uh, CIAU football at the time. But that's when it was called. You know, that, then it was called CIS, <laughs> and now it's called U Sports. Hopefully they don't change the name again. But you know, you'd see Gil Scott or Gil Scott quoted on these you know high profile Canadian free agents yeah. that the Eskimos would bring in throughout the course of the 1990s. I remember reading Norm's stuff and just howl it all the time. And years like, and by the way, there is an Edmonton connection here. Gil's son is Bill Scott, who works for the Edmonton Oilers. That's so, right. Uh, he's Bill. Uh, Bill and Gil have been kind enough to when uh, we're at the NHL draft each year, we have a little sit down and it's it's entertaining. And one of those ones, Dave, where I do the least amount of talking in that conversation. <laughs> I know you find that surprising, but... Uh, I do, but uh, yeah, it's smart around, uh, especially around Gil. I yeah. mean, he's oh. a wealth of information. Oh, 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 yeah. Be a sponge. Absolutely. Dylan Gunther, the number one pick overall in the WHL Bantam Draft coming up in the next segment on Orders Now. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at proamsports.ca. That's proamsports.ca. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 124 in Edmonton. Big shakeup in the Western Hockey League involving the Kamloops Blazers. Stu McGregor, who was the Oilers head scout, uh, went to da- uh, to Kamloops as a general manager. He is now off, actually a second uh, tenure with the Dallas Stars. He's going to the Dallas Stars and a scouting organization. Of course, Tom Gillardi owns the Dallas Stars and the Kamloops Blazers. And Don Hay, the I think he's the winningest coach all time in Western Hockey League history. He too is stepping down as head coach. So big shakeup on the Western Hockey League front in Kamloops with the Blazers. There you have it. So Stu McGregor back in the NHL with Dallas. He did pretty good there for because he still had term left in his deal when he uh, left the Oilers, and then he very quickly was named the GM in Dallas, and now or GM in uh, Kamloops, and now he continues working for Gillardi with the Dallas Stars. Hmm, interesting stuff. One, so another coaching position. I wonder if Serge Lajoie is in the mix, uh, the former U of A head coach. He played for the Kamloops Blazers. Of course, a lot of people have uh, connected him uh, to the Saskatoon Blades. The Edmonton Oil Kings, meanwhile, uh, today had a media availability. Uh, they rolled out their top two picks who have committed to the organization moving forward, and including Dylan Gunther, the number one overall pick in the WHL draft. Let's get to a quick conversation with an excited player. Dylan, maybe just a thought on uh, your headspace initially when you found out that you were uh, the number one pick. I mean, there was a lot of really good players. There could have been four or five other kids that could have got number one. Uh, I don't. Do you, did you sort of uh, take us through that that whole day? Were you expecting it? Did you think the Edmonton Oil Kings were going to select you in that spot? Uh, no, I, I didn't think that, and it was super surprising, and I was uh, very excited. I mean, staying at Edmonton, too, I mean, that's definitely the dream come true, so super excited. 
this is the last uh, organization to have won a Memorial Cup out of the WHL. Uh, you know, they went to the w, uh, you know, WHL final three years in a row. There's a cyclical nature that occurs in junior hockey, and you're going to be part of, obviously, a, a rebuild moving forward. Uh, was there any thought process? I mean, you've signed within a week. Was there any thought process to, you know, maybe waiting to see things, uh, you know, how things went? Or were you thinking... Hey, you know, I, I I want to play major junior hockey, and in my hometown, it doesn't get better than that. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely a, not any no hesitation to joining such a great organization and seeing that they've, they've had success in the past. I mean, they must be doing something right. So, and yeah, no hesitation. How would you describe yourself as a player? What are your strengths? Uh, I think I'm like a shot first mentality kind of player. I, I like the I like to shoot the puck and find open areas where I can get my release off. So. Now, do you play mostly center or wing? Uh, I played the wing this year, but throughout my my career, I guess, I played center. But, no, I think I can play both now, so it's a good tool to have. There is another year before you're allowed to play major junior hockey unless you go the exceptional player route. Where are you going to play next season? I'm going to continue playing at NAX for the uh, midget prep team. I mean, I love the organization, love the people there, so that's where I'm going to stay. Congratulations. Thank you. Officially, the youngest uh, person we've ever interviewed on Oilers now, 14 years of age, number one overall pick in the WHL Bantam Draft, Dylan Gunther. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings get him. Uh, number one, well, get him. He's He was their guy. He had a pick of the litter. And, uh, so uh, we'll hear from Randy Hanch a little bit later on in today's edition of Oilers Now as well. Update from the World Hockey Championship, Connor McDavid, hat-trick. It's 4 nothing for Canada over Norway. There's four minutes left in the second period. We will head off to a global... News weather traffic update with Eileen Bella when we come back in Oilers now. Uh, we will uh, have Mark Spector, Stoffer Inspector, brought to you by our friends at Horse Racing Alberta. Live race at Northlands Park this Saturday. We will tell you that guests on our show receive gift certificates to Japanese Village. Don and the staff down at Japanese Village will take care of you. Three locations, downtown, south side, and north side. This is Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.